The NetApp Tech ONTAP podcast team was fortunate to sit down with a premier NetApp partner, Glenn Deckhazer from Red8, and NetApp's cloud czar, Val Bercovici, at NetApp Insight to talk about DevOps and a concept known as the Lean Cloud. The Lean Cloud is all about operating efficiently in the cloud. Keep listening to find out more about Lean Cloud and how IT organizations interested in cloud can use it to maximize their return on investment. Joining us now on the Tech on Tap live stage here for the podcast edition uh, is Glenn Deckhazer, practical lead and office of the CTO at Red 8 IT, and Val Bercovici, our very own cloud czar here at NetApp. Uh, Glenn, how are you doing this today? Yeah. Just as good as last night's, uh, Just, great insight. Glenn, I got to say, I really like that shirt that you're wearing. I, we, we're both wearing our, our uh, A-team shirts and they look pretty fantastic. Yeah, you know, they did a good job this year with these. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're slimming. <laughs> I need all and the help I, need, I can yeah, get. I was going to say, yeah, I need you know. all the help. How do they know? Exactly. <laughs> and that voice, of course, for the listeners at home is our very own Val. Val, how's the show treating you so far? Oh, it's great. The show's been fantastic. We're only halfway into it. Looking forward to the general session this afternoon and uh, tomorrow as well. And Really happy to be back on the podcast. I'd love to be a veteran of the podcast now. So. Outstanding. Great, great to have you back. We really enjoyed you having on the show a couple of weeks ago. So, gentlemen, I have to say that when I saw the title of this particular session, I was really excited. Yeah, right? me too. I, and, and let's be honest, I'm pretty easily excitable. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, so the, the title of this one is Why DevOps Will Move to the Lean Cloud. And, and this is something that's really near and dear to my heart, right? As you, as you know, I am involved heavily with containers these days. So, so Val, I know you did a blog post a couple of weeks ago on the Lean Cloud. Could you, could you give us a definition of the Lean Cloud? It's really all about money. And in this case, you know, we all know that you can make a ton of money in the cloud, that's why we're all here. But how to be profitable, and how to keep most of that money is what the Lean Cloud is all about. It's yeah. operating efficiently. So this whole notion of the economics of elasticity, it's a wonderful thing when you're in a hyperscale cloud, during a dev, test, innovation phase of anything you're working on. As the workload matures and stabilizes, and I would say instead of being stable because that implies a workload that never goes up or down, probably a better term is predictable. Mother's Day, you know, or Christmas shouldn't be surprises on the calendar. So once you can predict the spikes, peaks, and values of your workload, anybody, I shouldn't say anybody, most competent organizations, IT organizations, can build infrastructure for predictable workloads. Yeah. So the economics of elasticity diminish pretty rapidly once the workload becomes predictable. And the lean cloud is all about making sure you've got the right workload you know, at the, in the right cloud during the right phase of its life cycle and operating efficiently and profitably as your workload matures, which is really what this is all about. No, I, love, I love the term lean cloud because it ties back in to, to the genesis of all of this. You know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll engage Glenn here in a minute and get, get, uh, dive into DevOps, but right. you know, if you really pick DevOps apart and trace it all the way back, you can trace it back to lean manufacturing. That's exactly. where this stuff came from. Exactly right. And that's the inspiration for the title. Yeah, absolutely. I love it because it's, the, it's the, just the continuation of the theme, right, of constraint management and end-to-end and, and -end IT service pipeline and just optimizing that delivery process. And, and in this event, taking a data-centric view and building a holistic solution that, that takes all of that into account, I never get tired of it. You've just reminded me, we need to co-author a blog on specifically the origins of the name itself, Cloud, <laughs> because it's a great story, it makes for a great blog. Yeah, it's a, I, I, would, I would love to do that. It's gonna happen. I, I would read that blog. <laughs> so, so Glenn, we had Garrett Mueller, a technical director at NetApp, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, where we talked about NetApp implementing DevOps, continuous integration, continuous deployment internally. 
And one of the things that came out of that was you know, DevOps is not, there's no one definition. You don't deploy a DevOps, you don't buy a product. So right. I'd love to hear your definition, how you're seeing customers really adopt and implement DevOps in their organizations. Well, I, it, there was a recently coined phrase about maybe 20 minutes ago uh, that we call it DevOps, we were looking at calling it DevOptions. Because that, that's how I'm seeing it being at least in the, in the regular enterprise space, smaller enterprise space, and, and, and uh, you know, I'll say the regular, not the Mongo enterprise space, but I'm seeing uh, DevOps being uh, viewed as a way to provide a multitude of options of where I'm going to run those environments, right? So I can put a Docker environment up anywhere, right? I, it doesn't matter where. I could have it in my own environment, I could you know, put it up in Amazon, I could do it in Azure, now I could, I could do a great, amazing in Azure now, but, uh, Sometimes I need it in all of the above, in different kinds of workloads, or I want, them in, I want it for reliability, or I want different performance workloads. It's just that, you know, if I don't have those options, if I'm stuck with one place, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I mean, I, how, can I, how am I supposed to get the economics of cloud, of data mobility, if, if I don't have those options in my underlying, underlying infrastructure? So, uh, what I'm seeing from my customers, and I was saying, most of my customers don't come to me saying, help me with DevOps. They don't, they, they're doing it and they're entering into these problem sets without even knowing it. They're kind of stumbling in the dark. Uh, now, some of the very large enterprises obviously have this very formalized approach to this stuff. But most of these companies are really just starting to, to grope around in this area and figure out how they can drive value and essentially you know, increase top line, reduce bottom line by uh, applying this approach. It's, it's still very, very new. So yes. they're looking for a partner to help them, to, to guide them through this maze. And, you know, I don't see any other technology companies doing it. I just don't. Uh, because it's really, they're more about selling things. And it's not about things. Yeah, that's my, my problem with the whole DevOps movement. You know, watching it the, the past 18 months get popular all of a sudden. You know, the, Andrew and I, of course, long-term automation guys, you know, when, when, when they finally decided what to call it, you know, and yep. settled on some, some methodologies, you know, it was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, this is what, we've essentially been doing this for five years, we just didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. You know, there's some best practices and lessons learned, but, but then it became a thing, right? And all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's everyone trying to figure out how to define DevOps as their product. And I have a real problem with that yeah. because it's not about products not or product. technologies, it's yeah. about how you get work done. Yeah, well, I knew it was in That's the philosophical a, sense, I'm sorry to cut you off, but in the philosophical sense, the commercialization of something implies its success. It's almost like a trailing indicator. Like yeah. There's something really there. It's, it's a pain we have to go through. In, Actually, it, that was my point that I was going to make, was that, uh, to your point, it, it was being done by developers before it became DevOps. It was just called shadow IT. Exactly. Right? Yes. So it, they were doing it. They were getting their flexibility. They were moving data around these different places on their own, but... Yeah. But... It was outside of IT, and it wasn't being controlled. There was there was absolutely you know absolutely no control over it, no cost control for sure, and uh, and they weren't doing it the best way. They were doing it in the way that they could with what resources they could you know hobble together with a yeah. credit card. So that I think business is finally starting to recognize that they need to provide that service to their environment as a, a you know in, in a more formal way. Is, is where DevOps is really starting to take hold, even in the smaller environments now. And that's, when I say that they're groping around, they're getting there by default, Yeah. right? And so, but, you know, I think being a partner that can help them get there uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a 
in the right way, I call it. So yeah. I, I think I, that brings up a really interesting question in that there is a lot of administrators, there's a lot of organizations that have become sort of tone deaf to DevOps because, yes. well, I don't have a, a, an application that was built from the ground up, our favorite term, mm. right? <laughs> that, was, that was built to be in the cloud, right? I haven't re-architected my things. And I think it's important to point out, right, and I'm sure you have, you, you both have many examples of, no, this absolutely applies even to organizations, to applications that have been around for decades. Yeah. Well, it, well, or you're going to be a new infrastructure guy, you better be getting involved with DevOps because, you know, looking at ACI and these new things coming out, infrastructure guys aren't infrastructure guys anymore, they're developers. Absolutely. So, yes. where are you, where are you maintaining that code? How are you testing that code? How you, you know, what, what environments are you going to develop of those in in a, in a, in a prototypical way? Uh, so it's all changing, and as you know, we're getting more software defined with the data center and the networking. It's you better get into DevOps because it's going to be your whole world. Uh, you know, whether you, whether you know it's there or not, you're, you're going to be living in it. Yeah, the, the one thing I would add, Glenn, to something that you said a minute ago about, you know, you've been doing it whether or not you realize it, we just called it shadow IT. I do think it's there's an important addition to, to an organization that truly embraces the whole DevOps methodology. And it's that concept of those developers and those business units that, that are taking that, that, that line of credit and they're going to the the easiest entry access point they've got, mm -hmm. right. whether that is internal through some sort of internal portal yeah. or it's a public service that they pay for with a credit card. The easiest way that they can get this thing out there to be able to drive business and close their objectives, that's where they're going to end up. But what DevOps includes is that circle back around where IT is aware of it and works with them to make sure that, you know, yes, go use DreamHost, that's great but there's certain data we're not going to put there security, because sure. we've got security and compliance concerns that we know right. about. We're the big IT shop. This is our life, right? The part that you, Mr. Business Customer, you know, the part you're focused on, let's work together to figure out how to make this matter. And that's the part that I don't see enough people embracing is the, the part where you really need to integrate. It's got to be a hand-holdy group hug focused on the getting the task complete, yeah. not necessarily just your part of the checklist. Yeah, a lot of organizations don't have the bandwidth, though, to really do this right. And yeah. so that's where the partners have to come in and bring in kind of, I don't want to say fully baked you know, solutions, because like I said, DevOps isn't a thing you can buy. Exactly. It's a thing you do. Yeah. So, but partners need to come in and, and, and educate best practices and, and deploy them in, in a partnership with the client. But those partners then have to have the partnerships with the technologies that kind of bring those to bear in the back end. And that has done a great job of helping their partners bring those to their clients, right? So that, that's where it's really worked for us. Yeah, and you know, something I learned from you, Val, not long after I began working at NetApp is you know, we spend uh, what seems like a, a strange amount of time reminding our IT customers that they're there for the business. They're yeah. there to yeah. enhance right. what the business is doing. You know, whether that's, you know, if you're selling product, if you're, you know, in healthcare, if you're, you're, you're helping people get better, whatever that happens to be, you're not there for the sake of IT. Exactly. So I, it's very, very important. So also interesting about that is in the concept of DevOps and really being able to complete that full circle, most IT folks, typically junior ones that might not you know, have enough experience, don't realize they have unexpected allies in the organization. Exactly. You know, your They're legal not team, alone. your risk assessment team, your records management team wants to help you harness this. They know stuff is going to the cloud. They're mature and wise enough to know they can't stop it, but if they're aware of it, if they know how to audit it, if they know how to track it, and also make sure they're protected as necessary, everybody wins, and, and there's actually more allies in an organization than people realize once you socialize what, what's going on. You know Absolutely. what, to, to that point, Val, uh, last time we had you on the podcast, we plugged your favorite book, uh, The Developer is the New Kingmaker. Yeah, yeah. uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug my favorite book these days, which is The Phoenix Project, A DevOps Story, which is precisely that. 
Uh, for the listeners, if you guys haven't checked this out yet, and you're you're in IT in 2015, it is a must read these days because it, it is a a plain language story of how an organization goes from the old siloed way of working to the modern, you know, continuous integration DevOps way of doing business. Wonderful, that's going on my Kindle queue. Didn't you push that on a previous podcast? Maybe a, maybe I a <laughs> See, I listen. All right, gentlemen. So thank you very much for coming out today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, Glenn, for coming on both Tech on Tap Live as well as the podcast. We will be more than happy to have you back anytime you're willing to chat with us. It's been fantastic today, gentlemen. Thanks, guys.